everybody. Welcome back to another episode of Elite Zone, where we talk about real estate, mortgage, marketing, tech, and everything interesting. I'm your host, Max Bergstrom, and today I've got my guy, Moose Mao. He is a mortgage lender in Encinitas. He provides his customers with an amazing experience. Moose, tell me a little bit about how you got started. I supported a purchase, resale, uh, refinance transactions, worked with a lot of companies and, and did a great job. It was a three-year plan to get gain some experience and get back to uh, California, to San Diego specifically. I really love North North County, San Diego, Carlsbad. Me too. Omar, and just always, always was attracted there, um, you know, coming here on vacations as a kid and knew that that was my landing place. That was my dream home here in Encinitas where I, where I'm at right now. That was my dream back then. And uh, I'm living the dream right now. Excellent. Yeah. I mean, a couple of things come to mind when, when you talk about that. First of all, the, the value of mentorship and coaching and somebody helping you um, is just huge. You know, it, it, I, I used to be the marketing director at uh, New Venture Escrow. Yeah. And uh, Casey LeBlanc, the uh, president and CEO, that guy taught me more about business in four years than I've ever learned anywhere in my entire life. Like, you know, it was just like um, an incredible crash course on how to run a business. And, um, you know, without without people like that helping you out and showing you the way and giving you tips and guidance um, you know, it, it can be a lot longer and harder of a road. So, um, that's, that's great. And so you got into residential mortgage lending and then it just kind of stuck. You realized you were good at it. And then the rest is just history, huh? 23 years now, 24 years. Yeah. Well, 96. So, you know, uh, pushing on the third decade now in the real estate industry, um, uh, you know, when I was when I was exiting Utah, I had a client sell me 25 uh, condominiums. He came to me in 1999, October, and he had his third heart attack. And I had closed a few transactions for him. And he sold me uh, on a seller carry back uh, 20, 25 condominiums um, in Utah. And um, I was able to uh, exit escrow and um, and kind of, uh, you know, rehab and resell those uh, those units. And um, so I got into, um, you know, paying those taxes. And when I moved back to California, I actually had a three year run uh, doing 1031 exchanges. Mm -hmm. So when I first got back to uh, to California in the early 2000s, I um, I worked for Chicago Deferred Exchange, which was Chicago Titles 1031 Exchange Company. And okay. I, I was south of Fresno as my territory. So I ran all over Southern California looking for escrow officers, which I just came from that arena to send me their 1031 exchange uh, transaction. So um, I did that, um, taught courses, CE. That was a really good experience um, because I, I was an investor. I did pay, uh, you know, capital gains tax and, and kind of learned that arena. Um, and so that really was a, a big little learning curve for me as well, uh, getting into the investment world. And uh, so I met John Bianchi uh, through my aunt here in San Diego that did title. Her name was Anita Brusso. She worked for First American for a very long time. And yep. she introduced me to John Bianchi and um, and I played on his basketball team. So my introduction to 
to mortgage space in San Diego was through John and, and playing on his basketball team and, and setting good picks. I wasn't the best shooter on the team, but uh, I got loose, uh, loose balls and uh, established a time on the court because of my hustle. And mm -hmm. uh, he offered me uh, to come onto his team, not as a loan officer, as a business development manager. So as a, as a market, Ooh, okay. as a rep for the lending world. So that's how I got into the, uh, the lending space. And it was actually Trent Anacherico that was my big mentor into the lending world. So he, um, he, uh, he was running the John Bianchi team at Countrywide at the time. And uh, I got brought on as the, as the second business development officer. So there's another lady also doing it. And so I, I went out and um, tried to attract real estate teams and financial advisors and real estate agents individually to use the Bianchi team. The Bianchi team was the number one purchase originating team that I plugged into in San Diego County. And John was uh, consistently in the top, you know, five in the country as far as originators. Uh, right. A lot of business. And so I was able to work with some of the top real estate teams in San Diego County and kind of see what they were doing Um see how they were they were operating and doing business and it was a it was a really uh beneficial for me to go into a team that was operating at a super high the highest level in the mortgage arena and just be a part of their team and i called myself a lead blocker just because I, I have a football background and my job was to lead block into uh you know business opportunities for um you know borrowers and buyers to get opportunities from trusted advisors um, and so I worked for Trent for, you know, about a decade, just over a decade. And when Countrywide went down, right, I was right there at the epicenter in La Jolla in UTC and watching the stock prices go down below a dollar during the mortgage meltdown during the financial crisis in 07, 08. It was a scary time. It was a scary time for our family. Yeah, no kidding. And and a lot of a lot of millions of Americans, you know, that uh, that were dealing with uh, that that situation. So. There was a lot of unknowns at that time. So we went to a retail bank um, from Countrywide uh, when it stopped working there. And um, I worked there for another five years and um, and then decided it was time for me just to go on on my own. So I haven't been on my own, but for almost a decade now, you know. Um, so uh, before I was part of a team and a decade ago, I, I decided to, to take uh, originating on my own. So mm -hmm. that's kind of the process that went down. I did title and escrow, 1031 exchanges. And then I believe I, I started the day after Super Bowl in 2005 in lending. So Gotcha. And, and now you've built your own business up over the past decade. Yes. Yeah. So what, what, are, what are some of the, you know, what are some of the nuggets of knowledge that you've learned about business and having your own successful business that you've scaled up in the past 10 years? I think the two most important things that I say every day, um, my teammate Jordan's in, in, in the room next door to us. And, and the two things that I do on a daily basis is um, I do what I say I'm going to do in a timely manner. doesn't matter if it's with my kids, my wife, uh, Jordan, uh, clients, business partners. Uh, I do what I say in a timely manner. Of course, I don't, I don't, do that at a hundred percent. I forget. Um, things happen. I make mistakes, right? But sure. I try every day. I make an effort to do what I say 
I'm going to do in a timely manner. And then I always tell the truth, whatever that is. I don't point fingers. I don't blame people. Um, even if, even if it's not my fault specifically, it's my team or someone I referred, I take ownership and I move on. Um, yeah, I, I love that Good news first. I rip off the bandaid. I let them know what's going on. If there is bad news to, to, to say, I say that first thing in the morning and I get past it and move on. And, um, you know, I don't have to look in the rearview mirror and, or, or worry about what to say because the truth is the truth. And, uh, you know, you can navigate and do business with the truth all day. Um, it's when people start manipulating the truth or, or not being transparent is, um, is, is where the problems, bigger problems generate from. So, um, yeah, I think those are the two biggest things that I do on a daily basis, um, you know, to, to conduct business and keep business growing. Um, you know, there's, there's, there's companies that we use that provide a fabulous experience, uh, for borrowers during the process, right? I don't do it alone. Um, you know, as a young kid, we were, we were always taught that as a team, we're as, we're as strong or as good as our weakest link. So totally. No matter if it's new venture escrow or the appraiser or the termite person or my assistant or me or the investor or the real estate agent or whoever it may be, um, you know, if, if someone falls down, we're as good as that person, right? Yep. So I've I've always tried to um, to surround myself with um, with service providers and and people that I do business with that that first of all do the right thing no matter what, right? Have integrity. And then A, you know, B, you know, they try to win, right? And I, I'm always trying to win. Um, someone says all the time, saying it's Matt at UWM, that, you know, money always follows success. So money is not my driver when I wake up. I'm not trying to, you know, go make money. I'm going yeah. to work out to win, you know? And, and yeah. that's how I describe it to my kids. They all play sports. My youngest big basketball. My my second youngest is she's all in soccer. Should they all? Play how many basketball? how many kids do you have? I have four kids. Yeah, four kids. So oldest. What a, bl- what a blessing. Yeah, they're amazing. You know, and and that that they're you know between the four kids and my wife, that's the reason I come here uh, every day and try to be successful and set an example of uh, of of something you know that they can look up to and be proud of. Right. Uh, but uh, my oldest played played lacrosse in college for, for four years, and she decided to stay back in uh, in New York. And my son just okay. graduated school. He was a uh, football, lacrosse, and and wrestling. Um, um, you know, he was a CIF champion as his, as a sophomore in wrestling. Um, and I'm super proud of him and who he is. Um, he's a uh, he's a uh, started playing football at Mesa College, junior college, mm-hmm. Diego. And um, he gray shirted this year and he's just working, working out twice a day. And, and we're setting monthly goals for him to, uh, to achieve. So he can, he can achieve his, his dream of, uh, of playing division one football, you know, in a year or two from now. So he's uh, every day staying, uh, staying on the course and doing uh, um, the small little things. And so that's the, that's what I do in my work is I, I set many goals throughout the day. Like, you know, when I get here, I go, okay, what do I need to accomplish today? And I said, you know, the five or 10 things that I, I truly want to accomplish. Yeah. Um, and I obviously get added to that list uh, throughout the day. 
But even if I only accomplish two, I only get success on two of those 10, I at least have a target. I have a, a, a rim I'm shooting at. I have a goal line I'm running towards, you know? And so I think it's important to know what you're trying to accomplish from day to day. I do take a, I try to take life one day at a time, uh, you know, uh, because, you know, yesterday's successes are, are in the past. Yeah. You know, yesterday's failures are in the past as well. So what do I have today? So right now my, my success is uh, Max asked me to speak on a, on a, a podcast and uh, that's, that's a huge win. So the three people that will watch this, well, uh, <laughs> I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. Uh, uh, all good. Yeah, no, man. I, uh, I like it. I like it. And from what I understand, you are licensed in, uh, three states. Yeah. California, Texas. No, four California, Texas, Washington, and Hawaii. No, it's actually, uh, I'm licensed in 18 states now. Get out of town. Yeah, I have a little map that's on my email signature, and I, I send it out to a lot of people. Um, a few years ago, there was a lot of people exiting California for one reason or another, you know, whether they can uh, work from home now, right, and uh, they can live in, a, in a, a less expensive place and have a different style of life, uh, whether they didn't like the politics in California or, or what. I know mm. it's not because they didn't like the weather, right? right. You know, we have this beautiful weather right now uh, outside in December. Um but, but there was a lot of people moving, and so I thought it was important for me to get licensed in, in other states. So I did. I li- I'm licensed actively uh, doing business in 18 states. I just added Utah, and I'm approved in Utah. I'm just not uh, – it's inactive until my company, C2, gets their um, their, um, their their company license there. Um, but, um, but yeah, it's, it's been, it's been, a, um, a huge, uh, blessing for me to be licensed in all those States and be able to help people that are moving to Colorado or Idaho or Texas, yeah. Alabama, Arkansas, Michigan, Florida, um, South okay. Carolina, you know, all over. Is, the is there, is there a lot of like differentiation between those States and how things are done and how the market is and, and all of that, is that a lot to keep up with or how do you, you know, juggle all that? So it's a good question. So a loan is a loan, right? Guidelines, getting loans done. Um, they're, they're real similar, almost exactly from state to state, state. There's small nuances, small rules in Hawaii or Texas or Florida, you know, different states that have different nuances and you, you can't do cash out or you can't do this or, you know, um, you have to have impounds or, or certain things. So what I've done in each state is um, because I started in escrow, I know everything funnels through escrow. So I get a good escrow contact in the mm-hmm. state. Where I got licensed mm-hmm. there and I'd call them, ask them if they're uh, taking new clients and that if they would uh, give me a, a quick tutorial on, on the things that they see loan officers falling down on right in their area, the things that uh, loan officers that you wish all uh, loan officers from that, that, that don't live in the state and do, do a lot of business in the state need to know. And so I've done that. And, and, you know, I've just kind of been vulnerable and say, hey, I'm brand new um, in South Carolina. Can you mm-hmm. please tell me everything that I need to know, you know? And uh, nice. it's amazing how how nice and, and you know, you find the right ESCO officer. They just share share the knowledge. And so sure. that's what I've done. And it's worked out really well. 
Um, and, and, and of course you don't know what you don't know. And it's embarrassing to get caught in a situation where you didn't know something. Um, yeah. it's not comfortable. It's not comfortable. So I, I try to, you know, be proactive as much as possible. Um, in that. And, um, and so, um, I've contacted escrow officers and kind of gained some knowledge and, and the nuances in those specific counties or States cities, um, that, that I get leads in. And, um, and so that part has been really helpful. Um, but yeah, alone is alone. And, uh, what I've found is some, sometimes when I'm, um, in a purchase transaction and in, in whatever city and state, not all loan officers, do the same types of business, right? Some loan right. officers are more proactive in communication, right? I know that me and my team is, is super important to give people updates. People want to know if they're calling me. I didn't yeah, yeah. Like, if it's, if it's my, I mean, anything revolving around real a real estate transaction, which is you know the uh, arguably the most important and biggest transaction of a lifetime. Yeah, they're going to want to know for sure. So that's that. That's one thing that we've done pretty well at. I'll pat myself on the back, and and Jordan is is be able to keep people um, in the know, right? And and so when I call the listing agent, let them know that the uh, the loan's approved and the appraisal is ordered, and you know, um, you know, when it the buyer's agent, and let them know that uh, the appraisal's back, and and just keep the buyers and and everybody informed throughout the process. Um, they seem to. Um, to like it and 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 some loan officers again fall down on the communication side so um you know i've had listing agents and buyers agents that i've i've, I've uh, been in part of transactions that didn't pick me to work with that send me business now because they enjoyed the process yep excellent yeah well so how do you think the role of the mortgage lender has evolved over the past, you know, 10, 15 years with all the different technology and things that we have now? Yeah. So I know that probably 15 years ago, a lot of borrowers went into the loan officer's office and they sat down across the desk and they, they, they brought in a stack of papers. Right. And um, now uh, it's, it's completely different. Right. My, my online application is smooth. It's next, next, next. People can fill it out in about 10 minutes. Nice. Um, some people will take 15. My mom, bless your heart, she probably wouldn't do the online application, right? Because <laughs> you know, it would be frustrating, you know. But but ultimately it's it's just clicking next, next, next. And um, and uh, you know, they can submit the loan application online. The the all the supporting documentation can simply be dragged and dropped into that same application. So um, you know, the communication, I think, is um, the biggest difference and how we, um, you know, garner the, the supporting documentation. You know, nowadays in a lot of states, you can not only get initial disclosures docu-signed, you can get the uh, closing disclosure docu-signed so they can do it from their phone. Right? Yeah. Click, 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 you know, click, click, click and just docu-sign everything. Uh, but also they can sign their final closing documents online. Uh, Notarize.com and a bunch of companies now um, in the states that allow it, uh, you're able to e-sign. So just like me and mm -hmm. you are talking right now, um, you know, on our computers, uh, they can talk to a notary online and e-sign 
the loan package. So right. that was that was like the Jetsons, you know, cartoon, you know, back 25 years ago. That would be <laughs> right. 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 That would, that would be never possible. Um, but but now it is and and, and it is uh, being executed. So I've closed personally uh, loans in Texas, um, e-sign. You know, so I'm just on the computer with the the, the notary, knock it out in you know, 30 minutes and um, be on with my day. And and I could be a, bu a buyer that is on vacation in Bali and I'm, I'm e-signing my loan package in uh, San Diego, California, or not in California, yep. California, I don't believe uh, allows e-sign, but Washington or Texas, right? You know, um, uh, I think that all states eventually will be able to e-sign, right? Sure. And I think it just makes sense um, nowadays mm -hmm. on, on how you can do things. Yeah, yeah. Well, and you know, we we live in, in a this instant, account, this instant gratification economy now. Um, you know, as a, a marketing consultant, I mean, I see it all the time. And, uh, you know, the, the user experience that you want to provide is easy, seamless, quick, um, you know, right away. Like everybody wants stuff right away. Now, I personally think that um, we're losing patience as a, <laughs> as a, a society, but I mean, everything is available at the touch of a button. And so, you know, if I've got two companies and one of them is like, read all of this and then make an appointment and come in and see somebody and then you can get this done. And the other one is like, you know, fill this out, sign at the bottom and you're all done. I mean, which one are you going to choose? You know, I mean, it's, it's pretty, pretty clean, pretty clear cut. Easier, cheaper, faster. Right. And um, exactly. if, if I'm if I'm seamless, like you're talking about and I'm I'm better priced and I'm, you know, uh, quicker um, borrowers and buyers are more apt to go out of their way to tell their friends and their coworkers and their 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 relatives like, hey, go go use Moose, man. My my process was amazing. It was the mm -hmm. easiest mortgage um, experience ever. Right. Mm -hmm. So I've, I've had some of those people go online and give me a Google business review. So I have over a hundred. Right. Of those. Um, yeah. And, and as far as, uh, as far as that goes, I mean, it's, uh, it's just doing my job. And, and now with, um, with the speed, right. It's, um, it's, you're able to get deals done extremely fast and accurate and, um, you know, borrowers that, that have a computer can, uh, can get things done really fast. Yeah, definitely. Uh, to touch on the reviews, I remember talking with uh, Dean Bell about this. And, you know, a lot of my clients are real estate agents and they ask me, you know, how do I generate more reviews? And I tell them, you have to build that into your transactional operation. So, you know, tell them you're going to ask for, for a review, remind them later. And then when it's, you know, when the, when the closing, happens, you know, you say, okay, you know, time for that review. I would really appreciate it. X, Y, and Z. Uh, Dean told me that you have a, a system of your own, um, where you either email or call and ask for reviews. Can you tell me a little bit about that? Because you do have a lot of positive reviews. How have you been able to, to generate that? Yeah. So I just pulled up my, um, my, I have a template that I send to borrowers after um, after the deal closes and funds. And usually when they get their first payment letter, 
right? Um, and I, is it okay if I read it? Oh, absolutely. Read it. So, you know, hello, Max. I wanted to ensure you received the below, below email uh, to set up your online portal. If you have any questions when setting it up, um, please don't hesitate to call me. I also wanted to follow up to ensure our service levels met your expectations. Every day we come into the office and try to do what we say we're going to do in a timely manner. In doing this, we also try to try and provide a seamless mortgage experience for our clients. By nature, our industry has hurdles and obstacles that are unique to our clients. We try to be proactive and solution-oriented to alleviate the home buying stress levels. I'm pushing on my third decade in the business, and more and more people are searching their future loan professional online. I'm trying to better. I'm trying to be better at asking clients uh, that have used our services to give me an online testimonial. So, could you please take two minutes? to give us a five-star review. If you don't believe we deserved um, this, I would love a quick phone conversation so we can share, so you can share with me the areas we can improve. I would sincerely appreciate the feedback as I'm always trying to get better. And then I give them two links, one to uh, my Google business page and one to findamortgagebroker.com. Yep. I love, so, I, I love, I love that, especially the end part, because you say, please leave a five-star review. And if you don't think that we um, deserve that, then give me a, a call as opposed to them going on and leaving, you know, like a one or two-star review, right? That's smart. And then you also have the chance to make it right and figure out, you know, why. Yes. So the the... The I want to talk about before we end this um, podcast. I want to talk about um, what the, what the difference is between being a mortgage broker, right? Mm -hmm. uh, a mortgage a direct mortgage loan officer at a direct lender, and then right. working for the bank. There's three right. ways to do loans. I do want to talk about that, but before we do, find a um, find a mortgagebroker.com is a place that, that people can um, can search uh, loan officers across the country in whatever state. Okay. They put in their their zip code, um, and and it'll populate um, you know loan officers in that area that are mortgage brokers. Um, mortgage brokers um, shop loans with different investors, right? I don't fund the loan in my name. I have banks and investors that that provide the loan. So we shop guidelines. We shop um, you know, service levels, obviously. Um, you know, and, and the rate, right. Um, and so every investor bank has different guidelines. They have different service levels and they have different rate options. Right. Sure. And so being a mortgage broker, so, you know, every borrower is kind of different, you know, whether it's their income or their down payment or right. their, their, their history on, on whatever yep. it may be. And so having, you know, 130 give or take investor banks to go to at any given time, uh, gives me the ability to find a solution if, if it can be done in America today. I most likely have um, um, access to that loan product, mm -hmm. um, which is awesome. And then you know we have 130 people on the rate sheet trying to get the best rate, so we pick them, right? And so our borrowers benefit from that. Um, and then service levels. Um, that you know, I, I personally wouldn't go to a lender that uh, had sub 
subservice levels, right? Because, you know, my, my, my future business depends on, uh, on clients that are happy with the process. So um, direct lenders, they have one umbrella, right? They have, um, you know, uh, one company, one set of guidelines, one rate sheet, you know, um, and, and they have the rates, whatever their higher management. So they're kind of limited. They're, they're limited. Uh, but they also have a lot more cost associated with the loan. Um, mm. so being that they have, uh, area managers, regional managers, divisional managers, branch managers, you got the CEOs and the, and the higher ups, you have marketing managers, you have operation managers, you have all kinds of costs associated with getting the loan done that mm-hmm. ultimately goes to uh, the, the borrower's costs, right? And uh, I worked in that arena for, for quite a while, right? For a long time, the majority of my, my, my lending career. I've only been a mortgage broker for five years now in January. So uh, it's been so amazing um, to be uh, a mortgage broker today. Um, and I have a lot of loan officers that I, that I've known over the years, they call me and ask me a lot of questions about it. Um, um, so, and then obviously you can work for a bank, right? And a bank, you know, you're going to have one set of guidelines. Um, you're lending your own money in those situations. So sometimes if you have a, a, a money relationship with that bank, they could potentially, um, offer below market rates, which is a mm-hmm. positive, uh, but they do have, um, the service levels over the last couple of decades have not been great when you work in at the banks and I've worked for the banks. Right. And um, right. the service levels are just not as, uh, as customer friendly as the, you know, the, the mortgage banker, right. The, the, the direct lender and definitely not uh, the experience that a mortgage broker can provide. So it's, it's great. For sure, man. Well, you know, I, I read uh, a lot about, and your testimonials about Moose going the extra mile. What does that look like when somebody says, you know, he went the extra mile? Um, what does that mean? I, you know, doing, doing, doing what you say is important, but like, like uh, I'll, I'll say about this one uh, is a VA buyer. He was mm-hmm. buying a house and um, super excited. And, and I talked to him still this day. It was a couple years ago. But this, when you said going an extra mile, this is what came to my mind. Um, he, uh, we got the appraisal back, and it was a subject to appraisal. That means that there was repairs that needed to happen prior to um, the appraiser being the appraisal being accepted by the by the lender. And so, um, uh, one of those items were um, there was dry rot and termites in a big gazebo it wasn't a small gazebo it wasn't like a five by five or a ten by ten it was mm. a giant gazebo with a yeah like a like a deck. party like a party gazebo yeah maybe like 40 by 20 it was just a huge uh Ooh. deal but but it needed to come down it couldn't be on the property in order to get the loan so um sellers uh, allowed us to go onto the property so i went there with uh the the 100 disabled veteran and sawzah gloves, you know, sledgehammers, the whole deal. And uh, one Saturday we took it down, you know, and we took it down and um, we had a reinspection, got it cleared, got on the loan. And, and that was a few years ago. And that property is worth um, mountains of more money. Right. Mm. And, um, 
you know, going, you know, driving. Another example is driving, you know, uh, up to LA to, to, to have a deed signed from a relative that just, you know, wasn't able to print and it was right. stressed out about a transaction. Yeah. Um, you know, um, you know, I just do not only what's necessary, but what's right, you know, and, and sometimes it, it means, uh, you know, clocking a few hours to drive somewhere or, um, or, or go or, 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 or not, or knocking down a gazebo. You never know. Down gazebo. Right. <laughs> and, uh, there was a couple, a couple of times during that, uh, that day of labor, if you will, that, um, you know, it was just nice to spend time with the borrower too, uh, in that situation. And, you know, it was just a, it was a bonding experience. And I'm, and I'm sure that, uh, when he thinks of a loan officer, he won't forget my name. You know. Oh no, I will. I would imagine not. Well, man, but before we close out here, you know, uh, give me two or three tips for the guy that's starting out in residential lending and wants to build up his brand and you know create fruitful relationships. What what are you know a few nuggets that you could drop and uh, and give some advice? Well. You know, I don't have much experience with uh, social media and doing all that, all, all that stuff. Um, you know, uh, email uh, marketing. I'm not, I'm not that guy. Um, my tips would be face to face, belly to belly, uh, getting, getting in front of the trusted advisors face to face on who's gonna, uh, you know, who are gonna refer you their, their clients, mm-hmm. and um, you know. Uh, there's a there's a bunch of you know golf tournaments and community events and chamber meetings and real estate caravans. There there's unlimited plethora of you know in person activities um, that I would suggest a, a new person getting in the business to to not be a, a secret loan officer. Tell people what they do. Be a part of uh, the area in which they're serving, and um, and get out face to face with those people. And, and I think that most people, no matter what you're buying or, 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 you know, getting, they want to do business with people that they, uh, that they like and they trust. Totally. Right? And so, you know, if you're able to garner relationships with people and it could be the guy that owns the garage that, that refers me people, you know, there, there's been countless different um, branches that have grown for me in business that came from, you know, not real estate agents, right? They came from, you know, people that just uh, genuinely liked me that, that, that went out of their way to refer me their, their, their sphere of influence. So yep, I can yep. suggest a, a, a networking group. So I'm involved in a, in a networking group that meets every Thursday at 1130 and okay. at the crust in Solana beach. And we're uh, specific. So there's only one mortgage lender. There's only one real estate agent. There's only one insurance agent and, and et cetera. So we meet each week um, and we develop a relationship with each other. You know, we find out more about their businesses and, and the changes in their industry. And, um, and we, we, we all get highlighted. Um, one person gets highlighted each week that they give a you know, 10, 15 presenta- uh, minute presentation on their business. And that's something that I've done on and off for the last, um, you know, 26, 27 years. Right. And, um, it's been a huge influx because now I have 15 or 20 people that are my sales force out there. Right. You know, right. They get to see me 
being consistent every week at attendance, right? And uh, and so that's been something that's uh, if I'm a more a brand new mortgage, I'm finding an independent, you know, networking group. Um, I'm involved in team referral network, but there's the tip BNI. There's all all, all kinds of different uh, uh, of networking um, opportunities there. Right. Mortgage right. lender is a hot hot position. So, um, you know, getting in and getting in line and, and being, um, you know, ready to, to move on a, on a group. And I would say that being involved in a group that's local to you, so you don't have to drive 30 minutes. Uh, so it's a no brainer. You drive five or 10 minutes uh, over to the restaurant and meet up with the folks. Um, it's a lot easier to be consistent and, uh, and maintain that, uh, that integrity on the meeting. Yeah, yeah. I love that, man. That's, that's excellent. Thanks so much for, uh, for joining me on the show, man. And, uh, you know, where can people get a hold of you? Where do we check you out? Well, um, if you ever want to start an uh, online application, it's www.moosemow.com. And my direct line that I um, that I carry with me on the daily is 619-251-9776. Uh, and I'm conveniently located on West D Street in Encinitas, California. Love it. Thanks again, brother. So nice to have you. And uh, I, uh, I I wish you the, the best success in the future. It sounds like you got a really good, you know, grasp on, on what you're doing and your business. And um, it was a, a pleasure talking to you today. Hey, thanks a lot, Max. And don't be a stranger, please. You got it. All right. Well, I'll see you guys later. And uh, until the next episode of Elite Zone, go out there and crush it.